0: Hi, everybody. This is Nick Fishman. Uh, Welcome to the SJV Data Solutions Hangout podcast. Happy to have everybody today. Uh, We've got a great topic lined up about the not-so-new military spouse hiring program SJV has just recently launched, and um, we're really excited to get going. Um, Before we do, let me kind of introduce you to today's panelists Uh, Happy to be joined here uh, by Scott Vanek, SJV's uh, President and CEO. We've also got uh, Bill Wilder, SJV's Chief Operating Officer and Veteran of the United States Air Force. Uh, We have Kirk Lord, uh, Director of Talent Management. And last but certainly not least, Adam Devine, uh, Talent Management Process Leader and Veteran of the U.S. Army. Uh, Thanks, guys, so much for joining us here today. How's it going, Nick? Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah. Thanks. Missed you guys. We haven't done this in a while. I guys. know. I I know. I'm excited. But
1: could not be happier to be talking about this, though.
0: Yeah, this is a great topic. Um, hey, so Scott, you've got a lot, kind of a strong history in hiring uh, former members of the military. Um, so I guess it would only be natural that you guys would uh, go into the military spouses area. Um, can you give us some, an overview about why hiring members of the military has been so important to you over the mm-hmm. years? Uh, yeah, thanks,
2: Nick, for sure. You know, you know personally and professionally, um, I've had a connection to the military, especially those who currently serve or or have served. Um, you know, besides Adam and, and Bill that you mentioned, we have a, a long string of former uh, employees and current employees who um, are in the Guard, who are in the Reserve, who have served, and some are they're currently serving right now, actually. But I guess early early in my career, building my business, um, I wanted to make sure I supported the military. It was, just, it was just always something important to me. I think military personnel, including spouses, uh, bring a lot of dedication, you know, discipline, uh, and a real strong work ethic to the workplace. Um, we have actually proven that you know, working alongside these people, um, like Adam and Bill, um, but we also have data to prove that this across the board, uh, is more productive. So, and we'll share some of that later throughout the podcast. But when the military spouse program was introduced to me by by Kirk, um, it was a no brainer to get aligned with this recruiting opportunity and to support our military from a different angle. That's what's really unique about it from a spousal angle. It's something different and uh, just very exciting. So happy to be here and, and looking forward to you know sharing more details about uh, what we're doing with this today.
0: Yeah, great. And Bill, before we get into the nuts and bolts of the program, um, can you just share the common challenges uh, military spouses have with employment?
1: Sure, I'm, I'm happy to do that. You know, When you choose to marry a military member, especially active duty folks, um, that choice comes with a lot of sacrifice and military members frequently are, uh, first of all, they change their location every two to four to six years and they live in different States and all, all over the world. So part of the sacrifice, you know, at, at marrying one of those folks is, you know, how do you, how do you have a career when every two or three years you have to change your physical location? You also have a lot of challenges where, you know, in a moment's notice, you could easily find yourself as a single parent and there's no family network around you. And, you know, how do I get help with my kids and how do I get help with my house and things of that nature? And, and so being a military spouse comes with a lot of sacrifice. And, you know, there's been a great movement in this country over the last few years around the military, and, and certainly I'm thankful for it, and even around the military spouse. But generally, they portray them as someone who's just sort of sitting at home waiting for their significant other to come home. You know what? That's not true. These are amazing people with lots to contribute. But if you're running a business, you know, you, you have this very practical decision you have to deal with. Do I want to go hire that military spouse knowing that in a moment's notice, they may move to another state? Knowing with a moment's notice, their significant significant others deployed and they're going to have to quit their job to take care of family. And so what ends up happening is the only kind of jobs that, that military spouses often can find are retail light industrial, um, very basic type jobs, and putting and stringing together any kind of a career is almost impossible uh, to accomplish. And this is a huge unmet need. And one of the things that I love about this program is it actually provides a career uh, for these folks, something they can focus on.
0: Yeah, regardless of where they go. Adam, you, uh, you shared with me some of the stressors um, that, that are associated with, um, military spouses with their employment situation. Can you highlight some of those things for our audience?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So I find that one of the most relatable stressors in the military spouse community is the lack of wage stability. Um, now again, there are exceptions, but generally like Bill was mentioning military, uh, employment options for military spouses are limited to on-base institutions such as Uh, the PX or the base credit union or an entry-level role at an off-base business. Then every two to three years, they have to leave that role and move across the country or across the world uh, and start over again. Uh, According to a study done in 2016 by the RAND Corporation, these moves can result in military spouses losing on average of $4,200 over the course of 36 months once they PCS. Um, And then they're stuck of this cycle of move, start a new job, climb a little bit, move, start a new job, climb a little bit, and then they just do it over and over again. Um, And so that's really something we're excited about is that, you know, this is 2020, it's the future, we can offer a portable job that can travel with them. So they have that wage stability. And like Bill was saying, they can really get going
0: in their career. Yeah, thanks, Adam. I appreciate that. So Kirk, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the military spouse program that you've created, and 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 tell me how it got started.
4: Yeah, absolutely. So soon after I assumed responsibility for talent management, I was already working with Adam, and he and I began brainstorming potential candidate pools to address the various jobs that we were starting to fill. And given his military background and having grown up in a military family myself. Inevitably, we started talking about veterans and their spouses. And at the time, we were just starting to validate that we could effectively perform a number of our a number of our roles, specifically verifications, at that point in time, remotely. And it honestly had just hit us um, when a military family is challenged with a permanent change of station. What if the spouse could take their job with them? And this really became uh, one of the central tenets of the program, that um, that these jobs will be portable. At at its core, uh, this program is really about recognizing a a very good match between the demands and the flexibility of many of our roles with a six or seven hundred thousand strong group, uh, uniquely positioned and talented uh, candidate pool. And from an outward facing perspective, this military spouse program is really about building and developing and drawing from that pool to fill a variety of roles. Internally, we look to bring this group of military spouses that we've hired um, together to really learn more about their unique skills and their experiences. And we're looking um, to have that really influence the way that we. Really, their experience at SJV, and it'll also help us evolve the way that our recruiting outreach to their communities works. So it's a, it's a, it's a real two-way street that we're very excited about.
0: So, Kirk, tell me about the types of jobs that are available. Um, and I know that while many of our CRA. Uh, Uh, audience that is listening to this podcast will know what those roles are. Let's also kind of tailor it to military spouses that might be listening. Tell us about those roles and what's entailed.
4: Sure, sure. Well, thus far, we've hired military spouses to perform our verifications work. That's one of the first places that we started. So that looks like making outbound phone calls and taking inbound calls as well to verify educational and employment uh, experience. We've also placed military spouses in web research roles. So these roles look like visiting a variety of websites and performing criminal background checks uh, online. So imagining both of those kinds of roles, both very, very possible to do from a remote setting. but essentially for us, any role that we can execute virtually, any role that we can perform in that way will work for a military spouse that, that happens to match the qualifications. So that includes our processing side of the house. So the folks that are uh, you know touching our orders before they head to our clients, uh, providing the right level of client specificity to them. Um, IT roles may be, may be well suited to this community as well. We find uh, a number of veterans and their spouses with significant experience in this side of the world. Um, I think customer service is another piece of our business as well, that uh, for people with the right kind of background, it can work uh, it can work extremely well. And certainly, as Bill alluded to uh, in terms of career progression, numerous leadership roles within the organization are are very well suited to this community as well. Great.
0: Right. Thank yeah. you. Um, yeah. Uh, Bill, feel free to add on to that point if you'd like.
1: Well, I think one of the comments that I'll add to, uh, obviously, you know, there's lots of opportunity here. But one of the things that I have found in my time in the SGV family is the cultural camaraderie rivals that of the military. And I, you know, you guys can't see this, but I'm watching Adam Bynes, my, my cohort in crime here, his head going north and south, because, you know, there's this spirit of camaraderie and work ethic and and uh, fellowship that, you know, we create and, and we, we all live all over the country. And uh, I think you're going to find that, that, that military spouses who are have such close proximity to that military culture are going to very much appreciate the camaraderie and the fellowship and the family-orientedness of a company like SJV. So I don't think it's as easy and, and it, you just say, hey, I'm going to have a military spouse program. I think we have the underlying culture. That makes it work really, really well.
2: Yeah, I think Nick, what he's referring to is I, I, I yell at him like a drill sergeant on a <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, and and if for I'm all the former military down. out there, he looks like a drill sergeant, five foot nothing, one hundred and ten pounds.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he can bark. But he can bark. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, Bill, follow up a little bit. I, I appreciate the the remarks about um, a, kind of the the, the benefits of, uh, or why we think it's going to work really well here, why it does work very well here. Tell me what we've experienced in terms of work ethic and the quality of work that's being done and the skills that um, the military spouses bring to the table.
1: Well, you know, there's sort of a, a subjective assessment to that, but there is a very objective measure that I'll speak to first. You know, we like every business, we have all kinds of KPIs around productivity around quality around um you know retention, you know, just everything about, you know, the folks that we bring in the organization. And these guys are doing it better, doing it faster in every mark. They learn it quicker. Um the retention has been amazing. Um their teamwork and their partnership, their willingness to reach out to one another to help them get a leg up has been extraordinary. Um and so, you know, by every measure we're seeing um solid work ethic we're seeing them get to productivity faster we're seeing their attention to detail better um you, you know there's always in any population of people you hire there's sort of a cost of hiring right there's a certain percentage that are going to fall out because they just can't make the grade and we just are not seeing that at the level to the military spouses they're coming in they're doing a much better job overall they're you know there isn't a measure, and, and Kirk, you feel free to correct me, but I'm not aware of a single measure that they're not outperforming random off the street uh, folks.
4: Yeah, it's working. It's working very well. And as a just really, jump in real quick, oh,
3: go uh, ahead, Adam. Go one ahead. thing I've noticed um, when I do when I because we interview a lot of people for our verifications role, um, and, and lately we've been doing a lot more military spouses uh, being able to get them in to get interviewed. And one of the things I've noticed uh, with the average interviewee is if I schedule you for a two o'clock interview the average person showing up for that interview is showing up right at two o'clock. Uh, when I'm interviewing a military spouse at one fifty-five, I get a notification. that There's somebody waiting in the interview lobby. Um, and, and that's every military spouse I've interviewed. They're always five minutes early. And I think that speaks to the culture that you kind of pick up in the military.
1: Yep. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The other, the other very quick add on I'll say too, is once you tap into that audience, they're a very close network. And what's amazing is they will openly refer other people and recruit other people but they will absolutely make sure whoever they're referring is top quality because they have it in their culture. My name's on this person coming to this organization. So I'm going to refer to you someone who I know is good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. These are all great points. I will tell you that what you just mentioned about uh, the longevity of people staying in these roles, like typically background screening companies have a hard time Uh, With retention in a lot of these roles. Um, And that oftentimes can can lead to inconsistent performance. The fact that you're able to hire people that are very well trained, very well educated, very intelligent, um, and that they stay in these roles, that not only works out very well for SJV, but it works out very well for SJV clients.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, you know, one thing, Nick, we probably need to consider is how can we expand this, not only just to SJV, but perhaps to to our industry, right? Um, And maybe there is a good customer or two out there that want to partner with us on something like this. And, you know, certainly there's someone in in the audience that's going to be listening and they want to hear more detail. Let's get together and figure out how we could expand this program and this outreach to more than just our firm.
0: Yeah, right. And there, there's really, it's not a competitive thing here. The you know, uh, it, it, everybody can stand to win through something like this for sure. Yep.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, Kirk and Adam, I actually, uh, Kirk, I'll direct this towards you. How are you getting the word out about about this program?
4: So we're we're doing a variety of things. Um, we have participated in a couple uh, military and military spouse focused job fairs. That's been a great platform, um, to, to get the word out. Um, we've, for many folks, uh, who've visited, uh, sjvdata.com recently, you've seen that we've got a new military spouse landing page. Um, social platforms are are working as well. LinkedIn is a a place where, uh, just today we shared, uh, shared a blog post about our military spouse program. And one of the more, most important, uh, Mechanisms for getting the word out is really through the military spouse community themselves. these uh, one of the one of the fantastic traits that they seem to share is, and bill mentioned it. they're they're a very tight-knit group. They care about one another. They want to share the love. and they have been they've been fantastic in doing just that for us,
0: yeah, Adam, you mentioned to me uh, when we spoke last week. Um, that sometimes there are challenges in reaching out to this group uh, because, frankly, there are a lot of people reaching out to them for a lot of different things. Can you talk about that a little bit?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, like most groups, the the military spouse community is wary of outsiders. Um, they, they're, they're told frequently to be on the lookout for anything that sounds too good to be true. Uh, so anything that does sound too good is met with skepticism or uh, suspicion. Um, At SJV, we offer remote positions with competitive wages and provide all equipment and training at no cost. Um, It sounds too good to be true. So in order to address those concerns um, that the spouses may have, we're working closely with military spouses already employed by SJV um, and through them, uh, reaching out to trusted members of the military spouse community to help us get the word out.
0: Great. Great. So, uh, Bill, we alluded to the fact that this is kind of a, a, a win-win. Um, uh, can you expand on that a little bit? Um, how do CRAs and end users benefit from from this program?
1: Uh, gosh, it, it's it's so amazing. It's is one of those ideas. You're just like I, I said. This I was on the phone with the CEO of the CRA this morning, and I said, you know, it's kind of it's one of those ideas where you're the the it's good for the soul and good for the business at the same time, and you. Don't often find that, frankly. It is, you know, from a military spouse perspective, the ability to know that you have uh, reliable employment, a career path, and you don't have to sacrifice your professional life for your spouse while they're doing the service of this country. I can't even begin to tell you how valuable that is to that military family beyond anything else. As a military member who's been deployed, I know Adam's been deployed, many of our, if you've ever spent time, you know, in a forward deployed zone, combat zone, the number one concern you have is about your family back home. And to know that they have that, oh, my God, that's amazing. In terms of the CRAs, though, I mean, this is not a charity thing. I mean, in terms of the CRAs, you get an amazing team member. You know, within SJV, we've already seen, not only do we get more productivity, more cost-effective work, you know, greater retention. Um, we get a, a, an amazing culture build. We get, uh, and if you're one of our customers, you enjoy those benefits because they stay longer. and And we can empirically prove through data: the longer you stay, the better it is in terms of turnaround time, in terms of quality, in terms of everything. It helps keep the prices under control. It's amazing. And then ultimately, look, this is what we do. Everyone in this industry affects end users, and consumers who are trying to do something, hire someone, get an apartment, whatever. In, in our space, we affect real lives. And I'm going to tell you, no one gets that message more than the military member and their spouse. They understand they're affecting real lives. They take this very personally, and they make sure it's um, you know, done right and quickly. And so for the end user, you, it definitely improves the product that you receive.
0: Yep. And they can know that, of course, their work is being completed by uh, a, mili- a member of the, the mil- a military spouse who, again, is supporting their family. Um, I just it's a, it's a win, win, win for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. Kirk, um, I'm going to let you uh, wrap up a little bit here. Um, you told me a story and I, I, I know we didn't talk about this before the podcast, but you told me a story a while back um, when we first got word out that you, you had a military spouse that, um, that reached out to you and was interested in a job and, and, and she did something rather extraordinary. Um, can you tell me, uh, about that interaction? Do you know what I'm referring to here? I do.
4: I, I sure do. Um, and, uh, this, this woman has continued to, to work with us to help, help make the most of this program. So we, um, we, Bill and I joke because, uh, as uh as as growth happens inside the organization, it's uh, very common for him to give me a call on Friday afternoon and say, "Hey Kirk, we need some more people and uh, he had done that and true to form we were uh, you know faced with a a rather urgent demand to uh, to bring a number of people into the organization quickly and I reached out to this woman who uh, um, at the at the time was not working for us but uh, had in the past and I just said, listen, Christy, is there any way that you would be willing to toss a, a job posting up on your uh, your job boards there at the base that you're on? And she said, absolutely. This was a Friday afternoon. And by Monday morning, we had over 300 applications from military spouses from her base and from the neighboring bases. Yep. And this was for, frankly, for us, we were able to fill the vast majority of those particular roles from that pool of candidates. and it it really just said uh, it said to me that the the potential here is um, definitely untapped and it is uh, it, it's a powerful thing not only for us but for anybody else who can uh, who can find a way to make this work.
0: yeah, absolutely um it's it's really an incredible program. i I, I hope that uh, again, not only can CRAs take advantage of this via SJV, um, but that uh, they they also think about different ways that they might also be able to use this workforce. Um, I I know everybody is always looking for uh, good people um, to fill roles and and reliable people. And I I know that we get that out of this program. So um, thank you guys uh, for doing what you do. Um, Any final words uh, anybody has on this topic?
4: Nick, just just one I'll toss out there and, and there may be others, but uh, for any, anyone with any questions about this, if you'd like more information, uh, we've got a, uh, an inbox that uh, Adam and I manage uh, within the talent management group and the address is recruiting at sjvassoc.com. Feel free to reach out to that. We'd be happy to provide you any kind of input and information that we can.
2: Yeah, and anybody else that wants to to perhaps expand this into their business can reach out directly to me as well or even Bill's available all mm-hmm. week. So, um, you know, any listeners, any customers who want to give it a shot, we're happy to jump in and, and help out.
0: Great. Thank you, guys. Um, all right. Uh, that's going to be it on this topic. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about the Military Spouse Program and SJV Data Solutions in general, please visit us at www.sjvdata.com or our careers page at www.sjvdata.com careers. Thank you and have a great day.
3: Hey, thanks, everybody. Have a great one, everybody. Thanks, all. Thank you.